is Sunday, July 16, 2023. It's day 920 of the J6 political hostage crisis. I'm Mel Holly, and this is your Justice in Jeopardy update. Hey, everybody. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Justice in Jeopardy. Got an interview I'm really excited about today because we have a returning guest who has been acquitted of all charges, and that is quite a rarity. Yeah. Hey, James, welcome back. Hey, how are you? Thank I'm you for good. having Congratulations me on defeating the tyrannical government. Yeah, yeah it, feels, it feels amazing. Yeah, and, oh, I bet, I bet. I woke, I bet. Up, I woke, I woke up the uh, first morning after, and it was just was like, <gasps> you know, um, wow. two years, a two-year nightmare. Yeah. Um, no, no, down. Sorry, the dog is bugging me. Okay. No, <laughs> no worries. Down. Sit. No worries. Lay down. Good boy. Good boy. Stay. <laughs> Sorry. Well, I, you know, I'm so disappointed that I didn't get to sit in on this trial. I really would have loved to have seen this. So you had you had a co-defendant, Crowell, um, mm-hmm. who was found guilty on all charges. Yeah. So, uh, you know, tell us your story. Tell us uh, what went down in the courtroom. Well, this was what was called a, um, a stipulated bench trial it was, um, wasn't a jury trial. So the government made this offer and they said, well, what we'll do is we'll charge you with two of, I think I had six. I don't know. I don't know how many crawl had, but um, we'll, we'll, they, they chose the ones that we're going to go with. And, um, and it was, was oh, no down, down, sit down. Sorry. They chose the one that they were going to go with. And they said um, whether whatever, whichever way the verdict goes, they'll drop the rest of the charges. Um, so, and then what the stipulation was is that they had proved beyond reasonable doubt that, um, that the, you know, that we committed these two uh, offenses. And in the stipulated trial, it was what we have agreed upon was called a proffer. It's a written statement of um, facts of what happened on that day. And uh, so we worked on that together um, to put what, what was in and the evidence that they had and the, and the evidence that I had and, and I guess Mr. Crow had as well um, to give to the judge. And it was supposed to be one day. It was supposed to be on Monday because that's when the jury uh, pre-trial jury selection was supposed to start. And uh, so we worked on that and kind of extended to Tuesday. And we had the, uh, the actual... Um, judge read the proffer and in closing arguments was on Tuesday. So uh, I allowed the standby counsel to deliver my closing argument. And, uh, and he, he did a really good job. And just to uh, remind very, everybody, you, you went, you were going pro se throughout this, uh, right? Yeah, I was going pro uh, se. I, I call it, uh, um, I call it presenting my own action. Right. Um, in legal terms it's called pro se or, representing myself uh yes so uh so yeah so i allowed the standby council to deliver the closing argument and uh we thought there was going to be a um a judgment that day but the judge said i'm gonna need it i'm gonna need enough more time some more time to to look at this and can consider the closing argument so it, uh, it extended to wednesday and then he came out and <laughs> 
he st- he said, let me start with Crowell first. And so he went down the list and he started going, this is this, this is. So they had to approve intent. They had to prove that I that we knowingly went in, we knowingly were um, you know, going to obstruct Congress and impede on the police officers' uh, duties. And uh, what saved me was that there was no, I had no prior um, communications with any of the Oath Keepers. Um, and I, the only thing they have me recorded as saying on that day was, there was a woman who, her name is Tina Myers. I met her that day, we took a picture with her and the FBI actually interviewed her February of 2021, like a month after. So her memory was really fresh. And I didn't get that until uh, this, uh, the FBI 302 um, interview mm-hmm. uh, until last month. Wow. Um, if I had gone to trial like February, like I was supposed to, or even earlier, I would not have had this testimony from Tina Myers, but she said, I told her, she asked me, why are you here? And I said, I'm here to protect everyone from violence. That proved my intent. So I, I knew that they had nothing there. My, my intent was to go there and to, um, you know, be security because that's what I thought that, you know, the bookkeepers were there to do. And that's what they were on their public um, website and stuff they were going to be. And it was widely known at the time. And I remember, um, you know, the climate of the BLM riots and, the, you know, Antifa and the agent provocateurs, even those protests, even if they started out uh, peacefully, they would end up in chaos and, you know, all this kind of stuff. So it was my intention to go and, you know, help people. Cause I remember one rally in November in DC um, after uh, there was a Trump rally and I just saw this older man walking down the street and some, some dude came back and sucker punched him and the crowd came and jumped on this guy, you know, I'm just like, and that, that just, just can't be, you know, it, you gotta let people be able to, speak even if you don't like their speech you know um and and what and what really prompted me was i think i told you this i don't know and i've I've been saying this before was one particular instance in st louis uh older man named he was an ex-police officer right retired david dorn um a black man who was killed trying to protect his property during the blm riots and that really, really um, affected me. Mm-hmm. And I said, if I get a chance to go and help people in, in situations like that, I will. Um, that's what I'm. I'll, I'll heed the call. And then, when then President Trump, you know, said, "Come on up to uh, peacefully protest," I said, "You know, I'm going to help my, help people and be, you know, help be security." And I didn't want to go alone. And I, I was asking people around, you know, friends to go, and a lot of people, you know, couldn't go, and I. Actually, asked one one of my uh, uh, friends, or then friend. He's not my friend anymore. He, he kind of uh, threw me on the bus in the J six committee interview. Um, I asked him to go, and he said he was going to go. And then last minute, he pulled out. And that's when I looked up the Oath Keepers, and I was like, okay, they're ex military, ex policemen. You know, they know what they're doing and that kind of stuff. So I went and um, looked at the website, and it, you know. And um, it said they're there to protect and defend and help people, that kind of thing. So that's why I joined with the Oath Keepers. And, uh, and I didn't talk to anybody beforehand. I just met, I was, I'll just look for them when I get there. And I saw them 
with the, you know, with their patches and they had oath keepers and that kind of stuff. And I said, Hey, I, you know, I'm here to help and that kind of stuff. So, um, but I had no idea about any of the things that they, they've been alleged to do and, and, and convicted of doing. Um, and the government had a hard time proving that I, I, I did and was a part of that. So I am one of the fortunate ones. I'm one of the lucky ones. My story is, um, is, uh, you know, hopefully inspiration to those out there, the people who are suffering and not only the, the, the victims of J6, but their families and stuff, that there is hope and there is justice. Um, so your co-defendant Crowell, um, what do you think the, the things were that the government was able to prove that caused, you know, his guilty verdict on everything? Well, he had a really close relationship with Jessica Watkins. He, he drank at her bar and he was recorded things of him saying, you are my captain. Um, and, uh, and he was in video right next to Jessica. So um, he said he wasn't in on the private chats where they were you know, planning to, whatever they were planning to do. And when, um, and he, they, they had a huddle and there was a video where the, the government put in where they were huddling and they were, you know, you know, and I was behind them and then I walked past the huddle Then I saw that I wasn't with them. Then I walked back. And then as soon as I walked back, the huddle broke. And that was a good point that the uh, standby attorney said, he's like, I used to be a football player. And if, if I missed the play in the huddle, I'm screwed, you know? Uh, so I didn't, you know, so it, that was um, that. And then the after um, comments, I didn't have any comments online, nothing that the FBI couldn't find anything on my phones of me proudly stating, oh, we overtook the Capitol and that kind of stuff. They, so his attorney said, if you would have kept your big mouth shut, <laughs> then you could have, you know, we could have done these things, but um, they could have, you know, had, had a big, better outcome than I like, like myself. But uh, I think a lot of that was, you know, the saying, whatever you say and use, whatever, whatever you say will, uh, bless you, whatever you say will be used against you. And that was the case in this, in his case. Yeah. 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 I mean, I, I, I've said it before, but I, but I think it comes down to all of these cases are actually free speech. Um, yeah. You know, and that was an argument they had in the court about free uh, political speech, uh, free speech and the first amendment, but the, the judge didn't allow it. And I, and I think that in appeal, and this might be something that we might see a lot of these things um, acquitted because it's it's a it's under you know political free speech, and our found, founding fathers put that there for us to be protected in that. And um, I mean, as long as you don't aren't harming anyone and destroying the, anyone's property, and that's and none of the oath keepers, as far as I know, harmed anyone. Yeah. Um, but, and there were also other Oath Keepers that, you know, helped with, uh, what's his name, Tariq Johnson, the police mm -hmm. officer, helped get his other officers out. Yeah. And even the group that I was in, we were helping um, Officer Don, we protected him. And then a lot of people don't know, after we got out, we were standing on the stairs by the um, Columbus doors. There were cops there. People were being belligerent to, to them. And so we've been, we were buffers between then um and so you know my my intention and my thought the whole time was that we were there to protect and 
protect the building, protect, you know, because I had heard that Antifa and all those were there um, destroying the building. And so um, that was part of the reason why, you know, we wanted to go up there and I thought we wanted to go up there and, um, and, and help protect people and, and save, help save face with, you know, with all the agent provocateurs from this, this operation. Yeah. And I, I say operation um, very succinctly, you know, because we know, we know it's really, what was really going on. Yeah. Because this was such an, an, you know, a different outcome than we've seen at all. I mean, yeah. you, you didn't just get a, a couple of not guilties. You got completely acquitted. Yeah. Uh, so we, you know, we immediately, see backlash on on social media um yeah. and i don't know if you saw any of that but it was you know uh you know this this is this is racism this is yeah. what this is about you know because because judge meta is dark-skinned you're dark-skinned um i mm. mean do you have any response to that well i mean <laughs> uh i just i i dismiss all of that i mean if you look at my life history and where i've been i've I've never been a part of the, a Fed, which is why I've been accused of being a Fed. Um, yeah. It's just the, it's the facts of the matter. We, if you, I don't know if it's going to be released when it's going to be released, but the proper state is that facts, and and this is what happened. My, it, it all boiled down to intention. You know, mm-hmm. um, I'm the only one. The only thing they had on me, like I said, was I said I was there to protect people from violence. Right. You know, we know the climate of what was happening in the summer 2020 and leading up to January 6th. Um, I'm a, I've, I've been on Broadway, I'm a singer. I, uh, you know, and I, I'm not, you know, I'm not a, I've never been involved with the feds or anything like that. Um, so I, I will unequivocally deny, um, deny that. And, um, but um, I, don't, I don't, whether it's racism or not, I don't know. I, I, I can't say that. Um, yeah. But the truth of the matter, the truth came out in my case. Mm-hmm. And that's that's just the bottom line. Yeah. You know? yeah. Um, and like I said, I, I wasn't online posting that I was there to take over the Capitol or anything like that. I was there to help, you know, yeah. and hopefully my story will um, will resonate and uh you know, you can't please everybody, you know? No, no, you can't. And, and there's, you know, a lot of it is, is, uh, you know, I don't know if it's controlled opposition or, or what it is, but, but they're, they're trying to start something, you know, they're, they're like this, what is going on here? This can't be right. It's, it's racism. This is, you know, pulling the race card and, and, uh, you know, I think they're they're trying to get people, it's trying to, it's a trap. It's a trap to try to distract with that instead of looking at the facts of the case. Yeah, it's, you're exactly right. Um, and it's just it's so interesting to me that people, even on, I'm not, I don't, I don't claim to be left or right. I'm an American, you know, and I hope, I just wish everybody could just come under that banner. And, and it's, that's what separates us, you know, it's what separates, you know, he's doing this because he's dark skinned or, you know, he's white or this and that, or he's left or he's right or blue is red. And that's, that's given into the divide and conquer narrative, you know, united we stand, divided we, we, we fall, whether, you know, that's the whole point of America is that we don't look at color. All the colors we look at is red, white, and blue. Yeah. 
you know, and um, I'm not going to give into that. Um, I, I, I'm saying I'm, I'm not um, going to be labeled as, you know, something. And it's interesting that people on the right would, would go to go to that immediately instead of saying we got a victory on our side. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's just, yeah, yeah. you know, um, and I, I would hope that that would be the case. Yeah. Meta was, uh, was willing to look at the facts of the case and make a decision uh, based on that, because, yeah. uh, you know, we, we've seen other courtrooms where it just appeared that it was so blatantly obvious that this this case should even to the point be thrown out. And, yeah. and you, you come down with these uh, all guilty verdicts and it's it's just shocking you know, to some degree, uh, because we know that this has happened over and over and that you can't get a, a, a fair jury in D.C. Well, that's but, um, what is, well, I'm happy. Remember, I told you in my first interview, I wanted to get a bench trial, you know, mm -hmm. um, based on the facts. And uh, yeah. luckily that happens. You know? Yeah. Um, and I, the jury's there. I mean, most of them, I would say 80 percent, maybe more are federal employees. Mm -hmm. And they have some yeah. sort of emotional connection to January 6th because they've been beaten in the head with it as, as the rest of the nation. Well, and, and, and they're, they're, they're victims. They're yeah. victims of this crime, according, according to the government. So how can victims be sitting in as jury? Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, 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 it's built up against J6ers, you know? Yeah. And I, I, I can't tell you how blessed, I don't know the words to say, I don't know how, I don't know, to, you know, that I'm in this position that it, it, I don't know. I don't know how to say, I don't know how to say how I feel and how. What, tell me what, does it inspire you to, to do anything going forward, having to do with this whole situation? Yeah, well, um, I have to, I have to be careful still, you know. Um, you know, they're always watching. So uh, I'm, I'm, I can help as best I can, share my story, um, help people um, in ways. Um, but uh, I do, I hopefully will inspire people to, to stand up for the truth and, and get the, and focus on the truth because the truth really eventually always wins. Um, yeah, I mean, it's been my, my, goal to inspire and uh this is this is a, a really good avenue I, I i'd say to to help others um this and like in my my book i have a book that i'm writing and i want it it's my life story based on you know just based on my my life from my very first memories up until um that day and uh and you and and just to remind the audience you suffered uh, horrible abuse as a young child. Yeah, yeah, and uh, I I went through the fall. I'm a foster, foster child, and you know, my first memories from age one to five was being abused and abandoned in the foster care system. And uh, and to get out of that, I kept thinking to myself to get out of that. If I got out of that situation as an infant, you know, where I was beaten with whips and chains and had iron burns i still have my tattoos on all my legs from from the from the abuse that reminds me every day of what i went through and uh, if i got out of that as an infant i i could I, I knew i could have gotten out of this situation um 
somehow, you know, and I thank God for that. And how I got to this point, how I beat, beat the odds despite the in, insurmountable, you know, just pressure against me. And then it's, it's a story of survival. It's a story of, uh, of victory. And this is just another, um, you know, catalyst in, or not a catalyst, that's the word, another, um, what a word I'm trying to look for. It's another victory. Yeah, it's another victory in my, in my, in my story that, that hopefully will inspire people that, you know, if I can do this, you can do this. And, and I'm no better than anyone else, you know, um, despite, you know, who would have thought that a foster kid growing up in poverty in the, in the roughest town, rough, roughest part of town could get through and get through that and get to Broadway five times and to get through that and, and be a award-winning TV um, personality uh, and travel the world, you know, and on, on my fourth passport um, and to end up in January 6th and being arrested and then quit. You know, it's... Yeah, it's quite a story. So... Really um, I'm grateful. I'm living in gratitude. Even when I was in, when I started Jesus Christ Superstar, because I was, when I was 20, in my 20s and 30s, I, I had a you know big head on my shoulders and very egotistical, but I was humble. And um, when I got my last show, Jesus Christ Superstar, the 50th anniversary tour, I, I told myself, I'm going to be grateful. I'm going to live in gratitude because this could be taken away from me at any point. Little did I know. First, it got taken away from me from COVID. And that's you know, sitting there, I was getting ready to buy, I was a month away from buying a house. You know, I was, you know, getting ready to start, you know, start my retirement and that kind of thing from, from the um, entertainment industry. And, and then COVID happened and then we started back up again. And again, I'm living in gratitude and, yeah. And then I get arrested and it's, and I'm going through these two years of nightmare and now, now I'm, on, I'm on, now I'm on the other side of it. And it's, it's an amazing journey. And I will say this, um, everybody's journey is different. What worked for me may not work for everybody else, you know? Um, but if you dig for the truth and, and start studying, I, I did a lot of law studying the law and um, what is, you know, lawful and, and what is, what is right, what is just and right. And, um, and the best outcome came in my situation and I, I cannot be more thankful. Well, I'm so happy for you. And uh, I can't wait, wait to read your book once that comes yeah. out. Uh, it's going to be great. Yeah, I do have a um, gifts and go account that some raising money to help me finish it, you know, because it takes a lot, you know, publish a book. Um, it's uh, Gives and Go, Horse Last, His Story. His with story. two S's, His Story. Okay, and, and we, we will include that down a, below in the description as well. Yeah, it has a, um, it has a synopsis of, of what the book's about. I pretty much said what it's about, but uh, there's a lot of, it's, I, I find myself like in these crazy situations and that's what this book is like. It's like, I'm the Forrest Gump of modern day. Like <laughs> I end up in these crazy situations and I somehow get out of it. You know, it's like, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, but um, it's, it's, um, it's just, a, it's, a, it's, 
it's been an amazing journey and and uh, I want to share that with the world my, my story and um, yeah so hopefully you can help me finish it and I can um, start sharing my story with the world and, and hopefully inspire the nation especially foster kids and kids who are, are being abused and, and lost in the system. I'm, I almost got lost in the system and my grandmother took me in and uh, even though she couldn't afford to, she had 10 kids of her own, her own who were dropping off kids. Um, yeah. So uh, going through all of that and coming out victorious is, is, um, is, is the name of the game. And, and, and uh, like I said, I'm no better than anyone else. If I can do this, you can do it too. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you so much, James. Um, God bless you. And, uh, you. you know, keep in touch. I, I will. I, I will. see great things from you. You, you, right. you must, uh, you know, with freedom comes great responsibility. Let's put it that way. Yes, I believe that. Thank you so much. All right. Thank you, James. Talk to you thank soon. You. God bless okay, you. We all bleed the same red blood of patriots. Make honey great again. I guess we feel like we're servants and we have a product out there that's really cool and we're, we're raising a lot, a lot, a lot of money for uh, for different groups like yourself. Grown and bottled in America. It looks just like President Trump. Where can people order this honey? It's a very easy site. It's called makehoneygreatagain.com. Sales code MEL. Off it goes. Within 24 hours, it's shipped to you. Make America great again.